Hello, and welcome to the Persephone program for June 27th, 2020. I haven't recorded in some time, primarily because I've been working uh, on my mom's home, her estate, and going through her things and sorting through her thousands of books and music and photos and art and all of the wonderful things that she had and brought back uh, to my place uh, her entire collection of astrology and metaphysical books, which is considerable. I am thinking of creating a lending library because I have a lot of duplicates. So if you're interested in uh, perhaps um, participating in that, let me know. But today I want to talk about God, there's so many things. Um, At first, I was firmly convinced that I needed to specifically talk about the astrology of social justice and the upcoming Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. But first, I want to tell you about something that is happening today that is very, very important and impactful. And it really connects to the astrology of March and everyone kind of knows in the US at least what really went down in March of 2020, i.e. COVID-19. But um, this, you know, prior to this year when astrologers were looking at the, the energy of 2020, other than the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in, in the middle of January, which was really um, like the impact, uh, that was the creation of, that was like the event, the major event that started everything. And then in looking at the rest of the year, you know, other than some energies in March, really it was mid September to October that so many people were looking at as a really, especially difficult time. And the reason is because of the planet Mars retrograde in Aries bumping up against um, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto in Capricorn. Mars is also conjunct Eris, the asteroid goddess of discord. And and that will also be um, exact in August, actually, but also in October. So this is a big deal. So Mars is um, ingressing into its home sign of Aries where it is extremely strong. And in a well-aspected chart or in a well-aspected like weather, um, this would be a very positive time to get things done and to move things forward, to lead, to... um, you know, create new pathways. It is not a bad thing. But when Mars retrogrades, which happens approximately every two years, it can be very difficult, but it's because it's like enclosing um, very intense and strong energy in a box. And you know what can happen when that, you know, when that happens. It's like a volcanic energy. It is um, often... It's explosive. Now, the last time that Mars... Now, Mars does retrograde every two years. 
But the last time that it happened in Aries, where it is the strongest, was in 1988. And in that year, too, we had Saturn, um, Uranus, and Neptune in Capricorn. Although it, they didn't create exact um, formations, uh, Ptolemaic aspects with Mars. So this time we have the exact aspects. That means that the planet Mars will be, and I don't know if you know, but there are certain geometric relationships that the signs and planets have to themselves. Um, some of them are much more powerful. We call them Ptolemaic aspects, and that is like 90 degrees, um, 120 degrees, 180 degrees. Uh, you know, the conjunction is within 10 degrees. Those types of aspects um, are very powerful, okay? And we are having square aspects, which is a 90 degree aspect, which is all about friction, okay? If you think about, you know, edges and friction and bumping up, that is that 90 degree angle relationship. And so we have Mars in Aries, and Mars is our martial energy, pissed off, angry, in retrograde, repressed, so therefore volcanic, um, unable to express itself naturally, bumping up against all of these planets in Capricorn, representing authority, structure, and the powers that be. So with Mars conjunct Eris, the goddess of discord, we have a lot of pissed off people. We've already seen that. Because the stellium of Capricorn planets that occurred in January during the Saturn-Pluto conjunction also included Sun, Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, as well as the south node of the moon um, and asteroid Ceres, the mother goddess, you know. So during March, um, Mars was there too, and it conjoined and energized it. So it kind of like created a seed point for this. So this the seeds of what we are seeing in this last portion of this year really have come from the um, the plantings in January of this year. So which is to us the beginning of the year. This whole year is all about everything that is happening. So um you know there were different things that unfolded in March. Um, and they will continue to be sort of tested in August and also in the end of this year and especially in October. So um, today, Mars is entering the sign of Aries. And normally, Mars ingresses or moves through a sign in about six weeks. Okay. Now, remembering what Mars is, Mars is the energy, the archetypal energy of power in many ways. Um, it is our assertiveness, okay? All of our assertiveness. And our assertiveness can be aggressive, like a Mars in a fire sign, especially in Aries or Leo, or it can be, say, passive aggressive, like a Mars in Libra, like I have. Um, so that's happening collectively. We'll all feel it. If you have your personal Mars in Aries, it get ready. Or if you have planets in Aries, sun or rising or even your moon, get ready to be tested. Okay? Just take a deep breath and get ready to be tested. If 
you have planets in the fire signs like Leo and Sagittarius too. Get ready to be quite energized, meaning that you will feel alternately very powerful and then, you know, a tiny bit frustrated when we have this retrograde energy. Okay. So anyway, Mars moves through a sign usually throughout our calendar year in about six weeks. But due to the retrograde motion, it's going to be in Aries for six months. And it won't move into Taurus until January 6, 2021. Now, after today's podcast, uh, it may even be tomorrow because I am just bursting with what I want to tell you about for January 2021. Because I know you all want to hear it because this is a shit show year, okay? Um, but we still have to navigate our way through the last half of it. Um, but January, 2021 is very exciting. And especially, um, the world stage and for the collective. Okay. Which is in many ways what we're dealing with right now. We are all individually dealing with collective issues, aren't we? And I think that these, um, these issues are, we're going to come to some solutions. There's going to be some freedom. And I'm very excited about that. So Mars is moving into uh, Aries today. And it will retrograde from September 9th to November 13th. So yes, our election will include a retrograde Mars. So there is definitely going to be some review on the tallies and the counts, and there is going to be some revolt of, of a bit. And you know what? We all expected it. So, you know, deep breaths, um, preparing, very important, and getting mobilized, also very, very important. But I want to mention that the complete retrograde phase includes the shadow period. So really pretty much from July 25th, um, through January 2nd or something, we're going to really feel, um, this, this Mars retrograde. So, you know, very soon, uh, I guess after the, the shadow period, I guess, um, July 27th, even we're going to have its first aspect to planets. So it's going to be a square to Mercury. Um, and I would think that, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of angry, angry communication in the, you know, in the collective, as well as issues with commerce. Mercury does rule commerce. So um, the economy is going to be inflamed as well. Uh, this Mars retrograde period, of course, um, will be in play for the entire electoral process. So, you know, there's a lot of combative election stuff, fighting dirty, all of that really important to to just understand that like it's going to be I think it's going to be scary um I looked at 1988 when the last Mars uh retrograde in Aries was uh and it wasn't even as contentious as this one and we still had some very major terrorist attacks including the um the very very big the Lockerbie um flight attack where I think there was about 250 like 270 plus people died in that um there although there were some positive uh peace oriented uh things including Gorbachev's you know and Reagan's summit 
of 88, there was still a lot. There was a lot of terrorist attacks. There was also one on a, um, a Greek uh, cruise, I believe. And um, that is definitely something that I could see happening this year is maybe some terrorist attacks it could even be homegrown because um all you know this this mars and Aries, i want to say is also bumping up very strongly against the united states you know sun venus in cancer and even the upcoming lunar eclipse which is happening on the 4th of july is going to highlight the um the really strong issues in the united states that need to be addressed and so many of them, because this the United States is having and currently having, experiencing its Pluto return, which isn't exact yet, but very close, uh, we, we need to die and be reborn. The images of people toppling statues to, you know, criminals of our country, I think, you know, in many ways, um, or rebel leaders that represented you know, uh, <laughs> that represented things that we consider to be evil and immoral in our society, like slavery and um, things of that sort, uh, we we are having to destroy in order to rebuild. And, um, you know, I'll talk more about that in my next podcast on social justice, which I'll probably try and bring out fairly quickly. But meanwhile, Mars in Aries is strongly affecting this, um, both the chart of the United States and also just our general mundane worldwide um, cosmic weather, astrological weather. So look for fires, look for, you know, possibly more earthquakes, especially in the Mars retrograde period. Um, I did a piece a while ago about earthquakes and the cardinal signs. Uh, so there's been a lot, there's a lot of data on specifically on earthquakes, major earthquakes happening um, in specific areas of the world during the cardinal ingress time periods. That is the summer solstice, the fall equinox, the spring equinox, uh, and the winter solstice. So I definitely think, especially due to this, um, to the astronomical events of the fall, that we will have fires, we will have earthquakes, and a lot of fighting. Because Mars triggers both like emotional and physical heat. And um, we have a lot of retrograde period uh, planets too. And so when the retrograde, when planets retrograde, they are also a bit closer to our earth. So their symbolism, that is, their archetypal symbolism is also felt more strongly, you know, because they are a reflection of our experience, that as above, so below maxim. Um, So during the second half of 2020, when Mars squares Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, um, we will have a lot of clashing kind of energy. There could be abuse of power because of the archetype of Capricorn, the people against the powers that be, which is definitely one of the major themes of Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn. I mentioned on the Soul Chats podcast when we were talking about COVID-19 back in March that, um, that my biggest concern wasn't 
just due to the astrology. Okay. What do I know? I'm just an astrologer, just a, a person. But, but I felt that the biggest concern astrologically was abuse of power. And, um, the very, uh, nebulous information that is put out by the, you know, the powers that be. So with Neptune uh, in Pisces and Neptune representing a lot of this sort of like collective belief systems and as, and the media, um, there is a, ver- a very difficult, uh, clear, concise um, communication in general. And so people do not, like, there are people that absolutely believe that, say, COVID-19 is a conspiracy theory, like it's not real. And that there are people that are in their home that have barely left for six months that, you know, have, you know, plastic wrap all over the windows. You know, I mean, there there are so many people that don't, that do not feel that they have any true understanding of what is going on right now. And I think that that is very much shown by the astrology but the biggest theme of the saturn pluto conjunction in capricorn which was which started this off it was you know the shot heard around the world you know metaphorically um was abuse of power and it's 100 percent being triggered again later and that is mid-september through october although some in august too so i think that it's really possible that we'll see a lot more um, assertion, you know, in response to abuses of power. So divisive, you know, super inflammatory. Um, and, you know, honestly, I could see some excessive power from the government. And um, we need to really make sure that we are um, as careful as we can be when we're protesting, that we are also uh, not letting, you know, the powers that be take over. So if you, you know, if you're, if you're on a, listening to this for whatever reason, you probably aren't on a fence politically, but if you are, try, try and have some really real conversations with people that have a different um, perspective than you. Even some of the young people that I that I thought were just very progressive um, have some bizarre belief systems that they resonate with that somebody gave them. Like I was talking with um, a younger uh, person that I know, and he said to me, we were talking about the Electoral College, and I said, you know, I don't think the Electoral College reflects the needs, the current needs of this country. And that's my personal belief, of course, or my personal um understanding. And he was like, oh, you think that people can govern themselves? <laughs> I was like, what? No. And the, you know, the opposite of that. Okay. I think that everyone in a so-called democracy, which of course, this isn't our true democracy from a political structural standpoint, it is a republic. That is, it is represented by, by senators and Congress people. Okay. Those senators and congresspeople that have votes have more power because they represent their constituency, the people. But we have some idea here in the United States of rugged individualism that our vote counts. And it kind of does, but it also kind of doesn't in the current system that we have. And I think that moving into this age of Aquarius that we are where groups and collectives, uh, especially that that 
comprise of individuals with power, that those are going to be very, very important. So it's important that we both have individual power and that that power reflects a consensus or a collective. And in our current political system, it seems that, of course, it's been you know thwarted somewhat. It seems that that is not the case because of potentially the electoral college, gerrymandering, things like that, that happen from people that are in positions of power within collective um, organized areas, you know, political areas. So anyway, he, I could tell that he had been sort of fed something and it resonated with him, but he didn't necessarily have the alternate opinion. So I gave him mine and let's just say that, you know, he didn't argue with me after that. So I'm just saying that it's really important right now, especially if um, you're maybe like a non-intellectual person, you know, maybe you're a lot more emotional, maybe you're more intuitive um, and you don't really understand what's going on. You just have emotional reactions to it that you actually learn more about it. And it's really, it's really hard thing to do if you're looking at current news sources. So Neptune and Pisces, very diluted fake news. Okay. Everybody's like, nobody knows what the heck's going on. Um, all this, all these planets in Capricorn power, abusive power. It's the end of it. Pluto and Capricorn. It's the end of it. So if for some reason you're hanging on to this and you're like part of the Trump administration or you're trying to hang on to your traditional methods, it ain't going to work. I can tell you that much. So get ready for a very bumpy ride. Um, But there's so much good news. There's so much good news. We're also going to be energized. Okay. Um, we also will have the focus, endurance, and um, just sort of general uh, fire to get shit done. That includes individual projects as well as our collective need for reform. So, you know, individual power versus like, you know, institutional or governmental power. Uh, We do need to fight for what we believe in, but we need to make it based on the idea for fairness, the idea of um, the collective good, the idea that is coming from the future, okay? The future where all people, regardless of race, read, culture, you know, um, religion or sexual orientation are given um, the human rights that they all deserve. This is a tremendous time of revolution. And, uh, if you don't think so, I gotta, I gotta, I definitely have to, um, convince you because it's going to be okay. I'm really excited, uh, about the future. Um, you know, staying, trying not to be polarized, but trying to focus on fairness, equality, justice for all, that is what we need to do. And I think that the upcoming Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, where we have the planet of expansion and justice with the planet of um, constriction and organization, structure and organization, that these two are planting the seed um, of a whole new dynasty and a whole new world. And um, it's just 
really essential that we stay um, safe and galvanized uh, and that we are focused on what we want for the future. Now, um, in terms of COVID-19, I definitely think that the astrology shows like way more contentious sort of ups and downs and ebbs and flows. So staying safe is really important. Um, but I definitely think that by the end of the year, things will be a lot different, especially by the winter solstice where we have that conjunction and by January where things really begin to move out of that Mars, um, retrograde shakeout and the Mars in finally moves into Taurus and we have all these planets in Aquarius and we have the future before us and things stabilize. But until then, um, I get the vision of stabilization, trying to stay stable. So like being on a rocking boat, or if you've ever been in an earthquake, like it's really important that you stabilize yourself, you know, and stay grounded, do your spiritual work of connecting with source, however that looks, whether it's getting out in nature, petting your dog, chanting, saying affirmations, I am safe and sound. I am flowing with life. I am trusting in the universe. Those things really help me. So I hope they help you too. Um, More soon, specifically on the astrology of social justice. But for now, if you want to sort of remediate some of the, the Mars and Aries energy, and remember, it's not really... We're not really going to worry too much about the retrograde until the end of this month. But, um, you know, cool things, uh, ice cream and fruit, (laughs) eating cool things, speaking cool words, um, thinking cool thoughts, uh, all of this. Very, very important. Um, Mars is very hot. It's very, very um, intense. So seeking water is a really good thing to do if you feel at all um, angry or set off by this. You have a lot of fire in your chart. Swim, try and get in in a cool place and keep your cool. Thanks for listening. I'm going to keep this one sort of short and sweet um, all about Uh, Mars and Aries and the Mars retrograde. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I will be taking a month off. I am going to take this month to be cool, to stay cool, to, um, which is really hot, really hard since I live in a desert and today it's like 108, but we do have a pool and air conditioning. Um, but I'm going to be doing like, uh, writing, um, meditating, um, you know, really taking my time because as you may know, I'm like a Capricorn cancer person. So I have been very, very, um, I guess tested by all of this energy. And so I really need to, I really want to, to tuck in to myself and create some space to relax a little bit and also to finish writing my book. So I'm going to write, I'm, you know, I'm writing my book and I probably will in the next month, you know, read, read some aloud if you want to listen to it. Um, as always love to hear from you. 
Thank you very much for staying present and listening and learning astrology with me. And if there's anything specifically that you want to know about when it comes to this podcast or astrology or whatever, um, email me uh, at either at the Persephone program. You can just go to persephoneprogram.com and fill out information. You can reach me at my personal email, michelle.parentis, P-R-E-N-T-I-S-S at gmail.com. Woo! So welcome Mars and Aries, uh, a very important factor in the destiny of this world for the next six months today. So keep your cool um, and um, I'm sending you tons of love and blessings. Ciao.